0: Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking, all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. And Toolmart, the complete tool center, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Yeah, it's great to have your company here on Sports Day WA. You can join us on the text machine, 0487 736 736. And Taylor has said, Hey Pete, the West have made a bad choice. I'm sick of seeing Reed and the West Coast on the back page and through the whole page. It's honestly losing Frio supporters. When I worked at the West, there was a focus on Eagles content because advertisers like to align with the brand. That's Taylor. Interesting regarding what you're saying about advertisers. I spoke to somebody during the week who is an advertising agent who uh, represents a couple of the big brands here in Western Australia, and he's recommending, and I'm saying this openly, he's recommending that they do not advertise within the West Coast Eagles matches this year because based on last year and what could be forecast this year, that the viewership for West Coast Eagles matches will diminish. In other words, it won't go up. Uh, It'll start to continue to go down, as was the case last year. So he's thinking, let's take the money that they would have invested in West Coast Eagles uh, uh, games and put the money uh, somewhere else when it comes to advertising. And that was from a pretty big player in the local market. Before we get to our special guest from the Western Force, uh, just courtesy of Tyre Power, a bit of an update. Visit your local Tyre Power store today for a free tyre safety inspection. There are over 50 stores across WA. Better news out of free, Luke Jackson will be sidelined for Friday night's Amy Community Series clash with Port Adelaide under the AFL's concussion protocols. And Nathan O'Driscoll is also expected to be sidelined for the short term after experiencing inflammation in his knee following the weekend's match simulation against the West Coast Eagles. So a bit of an update there thanks to Tyre Power. As I mentioned, Tyre Power store today for a free tyre safety inspection. Over 50 stores across WA. Let's look at the Western Force. Probably not the start of the Super Rugby Pacific season they would have hoped at home. Uh, last Friday night, taking on the Hurricanes, who have been perennial finalists since about 2015, and the Hurricanes were victorious 44-14. to 14. Joining us is the vice-captain of the Western Force, in Michael Wells. Michael, thanks for your time. No, thanks for having me. Good. We'll get back to the match in just a moment. You were the captain last year... And as we know, you're the co vice captain this season. How did you take that?
1: Yeah, pretty well, to be honest. Um, (laughs) Look, I'm in. I think if you look at the age profile of Nick and I, uh, we're on the the wrong end of 30 and uh, we're a bit long in the tooth. And so having Jeremy as captain is a younger guy, he's the future of the club. And we're there more to step back and support him. And it really shows the club's stance on building something for the future and and doing that now as well.
0: Jeremy Williams, as we mentioned, is the new captain of the Western Force in 2024. Michael, of course, uh, was the captain last year. After crossing over from the Melbourne Rebels. And, of course, you take him on this weekend. Firstly, a surprise by the demise of the Rebels, particularly off-field, and their future now looks pretty bleak?
1: Yeah, obviously, I think it's well reported in terms of the, the troubles that the Rebels are having off the field and you know those things happen outside of any player involvement. Um, in terms of my opinion towards it, I think Australia Australian rugby needs a Melbourne team. Uh, I also think that you know, having five teams is best for Australian rugby. You look at if we were to go down to four, that's twenty percent of our, you know, for professional rugby contracts gone. I don't think creating scarcity will actually increase the depth. It'll actually push people towards other professions, other codes, um, which creates more issues than it solves. So, hopefully, from my standpoint, and I assume most of the Australian rugby standpoint, we'd like to keep a Melbourne team in there.
0: Mm. Simon Cron, you've known him very well. One of the reasons why you came, I gather, to the Western Force after being at the Melbourne Rebels. You've known the coach, I think, for about a decade, haven't you? You've been pretty much connected to Simon for a long period of time.
1: Yeah, I've known Cronny since uh, about 2011, 2012. Uh, We go back to about then with our northern suburbs. Uh, He was actually the coach of their Sevens program when I first kind of started out of school and then... A lot of my career is kind of almost traced with So They've run parallel. We both um, were at the Tars together. And then when he went to Japan, um, I obviously went to Melbourne. And then linking back up here, it's obviously been a big influence for me coming back here to have more time with him. Uh, Genuinely one of the, the better coaches I've had.
0: Well, it's interesting, he's got a certain style of play that he wants his teams to play. And I gather pre-season, that was evident when you beat the Queensland Reds in a pre-season trial match. It was it was high speed, it was high skill. That didn't seem to be the way you played last Friday night in the opening game of the season.
1: Yeah, obviously, um, our, our style of game is going for that high pace, high skill. That's what we're trying to do. You look at the profile of a lot of our players, it suits us a lot better than rather the abrasive game that bigger teams tend to play. Um, we're going to be a more mobile team, which lends itself to that high pace, high skill. And yeah, unfortunately round one, uh, it didn't eventuate that way. We didn't put out a performance that we were happy with. Uh, and obviously the result speaks for itself. Um, And so we're looking for this week being better. We expect to be better, and we need to be better.
0: Mm. You conceded 44 points. It was 22-0 at halftime. The Hurricanes just blew you off the park. Far more competitive in the second period. What happened? Uh, Weren't you prepared? Uh, Did the team get spooked? Uh, What was the reason, Michael, and you're a seasoned professional, why you started a brand-new season when everybody should be up and excited about the start of a new season? That all of a sudden you're down 22 zip at half time?
1: Yeah, obviously, I think it's the standard thing in sports in that everyone comes off pre seasons thinking that they've had the best pre season ever and that they're going to you know, come out well beating. Uh, I think for us, we look at our processes and our systems and what led us down in that first half and the whole game. You know, we struggled to set piecewise, um, being the scrum and the line out, which then you struggle to actually attack if you don't have that platform. Uh, We look at halftime, we came in and we didn't think we'd really attacked at all. And it's very hard to score points without the ball. Um, But then in saying that 22 points down is only, you know, around three three or so tries, um, you're not out of the game there. And we just failed to execute. We failed to build pressure through phases, you know, going past first, second phase when we're launching from scrums or lineouts, we... Gave away a lot of penalties, and I think we missed 30-odd tackles. And so, points aside, if you're conceding 33, as you said, uh, it's very difficult to win games.
0: Mm. When you look at it, uh, you, you unfortunately got a, a bit of a blow before the match. You had to make a late change because Wallaby's second row, Isaac Rodder, injured his quad at training. Did that unsettle the makeup of the site? Obviously, whenever you have to replace a
1: Wallaby and a guy of Rod's quality, that... That does change things. Um, I'm not going to use that as an excuse. The guys who came in, Lapetti went into the starting team and we moved the TT up to the bench. And so we still expect that regardless of who wears the jersey, that they go out there and do a job. Um, and I think just collectively, we just didn't do our jobs. And obviously the result shows up.
0: Mm. Marley Pierce uh, said to be a big loss, suspended for four games. Uh, was it a little over the top, do you think, the suspension?
1: Uh, I don't want to get into too much trouble giving too much opinion (laughs) on that. Um, But look, I think whilst we're trying to put primary importance on the welfare of players and anything in regards to head contact, we want to be really careful of. I think when we look at tackling and we look at impacts related in the game, there are certain rugby impacts that are going to happen. Uh, I think if you look at Marley's incident, he got wrong-footed, he got stepped and naturally when you do get stepped, you feel like your body's going the wrong direction so you will chest up and naturally that then leads your head to be up you're not in a position to make a tackle because you're actually trying to buy yourself some more time because someone's wrong footed you and then that, you know, lended itself to him getting smacked in the face and he actually ended up worse off than, than Geordie Barrett, he's come away with a concussion and a, a banged up nose and I think Geordie only had a, a couple stitches in his eye um, you know Current stance of the game is we're prioritising safety of players, and I can't argue with that. So, you yeah, know, we'll have to stick with the suspension itself. Um, four weeks for something that lacked intent, and you know, from my point of view, was probably towards a rugby related sort of impact um, could be seen as harsh. But again, I can't comment too much on that. Yeah,
0: you're a very celebrated uh, player, no question. Uh, the Western Force blindside side uh, flanker. Uh, Having a look at the squad, I spoke to a couple of the Western Force people leading into the season, including your brand new CEO, and there was a lot of optimism around the club. Uh, That result from Friday, has that dampened the enthusiasm and the optimism at all, do you think?
1: I don't think it's dampened the enthusiasm. I think that's always going to be there, particularly with a younger group. Um, I think it's just more of a reality check in terms of, for a few guys, we had eight forced debutantes on the weekend and getting that reality check early uh, it shows I guess the character of the team the next result so we're looking to bounce back we're looking to put out a good result this week because that's the character of the group where we know we're in for a fight we know we're not going to be you know running away with games 50 points to nil we know that's the makeup of our team we're you know gritty grinding sort of results that's what we're after And so we're looking to put that out this weekend. Um, Mm. Whatever happened in round one is only as important as what happens in round two. You either completely reverse trend, get a win, then everyone's back on your boat. Uh, Everyone's optimistic again. But I think internally, we're confident in our processes. We're confident in our structures. And it's just about putting our results by doing those processes better.
0: Well, you're speaking like a leader. You are an important part of the leadership team at the Western Force. Michael Wells, thanks for joining us. Good luck against the Melbourne Reynolds on Friday night. And a win, as you mentioned, will erase everything regarding round one. And you'll be back uh, on the bike, heading hopefully towards what's going to be a very exciting and fulfilling season for the Western Force. Thanks for your time this evening.
1: No, thanks for having
0: me. Good on you. Michael Wells, the Vice-Captain of the Western Force, joining us here on Sports Day WA. Don't forget, double demerits apply from midnight Thursday until uh, midnight Monday for drink or drug driving. We've got the long weekend, the Labor Day long weekend. Not wearing a seatbelt or running a red light. Get caught and you could lose your licence twice as fast. We'll take a break, come back with more in a moment. We're here for Toolmart, the Complete Tool Centre, and Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers.